Welcome, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another wonderful episode of the No Grey Areas podcast with myself, Lewis. And myself, Denny. And uh, today we're joining each other online uh, as we are following the government guidelines in regards to COVID-19 as today is in fact some fucking day in April. <laughs> Bro, do you even know like what what day of the week it is these days? Like what's going on? No, I've, I've said to several people like this is the longest weekend I've ever, I've ever had. Like, it just does feel like, I don't know, I, I've lost track so badly. This so, is actually saying that even even like because the bank holidays from Easter have messed it up even more. Because I've still been working, I've just totally lost track. Totally lost track. It's, 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 do, you know, do you know who I feel sorry for? I feel sorry for people who had holiday booked off at this time, yeah? Because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're like, fuck, I'm on holiday right now. Yeah. I can't go anywhere, I can't do nothing. Yeah. Like I could be, I could be getting paid bloody. What's the shit? I can't even remember. What, what's the term now? What's uh, you know, for those people that are getting eighty percent, oh, they're on furlough. Yeah, I said yeah, they're yeah. on furlough. <laughs> so, so they're like, "Fuck, I could be, I could be on furlough right now, sitting at home, chilling." Instead, I'm sitting at home, chilling, using up my holiday time, my holiday pay. I actually had, um, I actually had a uh, five days booked off, and I just cancelled them. I was like, "No, no, I'm good. I'll work." <laughs> I'll work because I don't get paid as well. That's the thing. <laughs> if I'm not working, oh, yeah, I'm not getting paid. So, um, uh, my 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 missus um was supposed to be leaving her old job uh the seventh of April and starting a new job um on the fifteenth. So maybe that would have been like a couple of days ago or something. So she would have had a week off in between. Um, but obviously because of all this madness, the New job has pushed back her start date to the middle of May. Um, because of what she does, obviously her role in her work has been inundated with like wheels and people looking for that uh, sort of guidance and planning and stuff like that. So she's been super busy. So her work, she's negotiated to stay on with her current place until like the week before the uh, new thing starts. So it hasn't been too bad. Um, but yeah, we were going to go on holiday. We were not, not even like we'd planned a holiday. We were just going to take a bit of time off. Like I was going to take the week off basically that she was in between jobs and we were just going to chill. Um, but yeah, now we're forced <laughs> to be together 24 seven. So um, yeah. yeah, it's been a bit mad. This was, and so, so this was one of the things I wanted to talk about, bro, because um, it's, there have been some, some stories in the news, obviously like general, statistical increases in cases of domestic violence and uh there was a story that i came across a couple of weeks ago where this guy he basically went on a rampage and killed his whole family including himself i think it was two kids i don't know if they were his like his direct kids kids or his stepkids or something um and then his wife his mum was actually talking to the press about it after and it sounded like she was in the house Although she didn't ever say I was in the well, house well, directly. He was just going around. Hmm? He was going around chopping people up and she was just in the house in the other yeah, room. Uh, yeah, like it said that like he killed his whole family. I think he even killed a pet, you know. Fucking hell. I think he went on savage. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking goldfish swimming around in the same circle all day. I'll put you out your misery fool. Um, oh, but yeah, like the thing is though, like obviously that, you can't, can't um, 
it's a tragic thing, bro. My man killed kids, you know, like young kids. I think they're like four and five, and then uh, and then killed himself. So that's that's tragic, right? But it it's one of those things. Like I've I've heard quite a few people, even just like talking to friends and stuff on the phone, about how things are yeah. at home yeah. with their other half. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, like. I suppose if if you're one of those few people where let's say your your other half is a key worker, life in terms of like your relationship at the minute is probably pretty much the same as it's always been because other half is still going out to work when they come back. To be fair, things might even be better because you ain't been doing fuck all all day. You've been sat at home twiddling your thumbs, staring at the walls, and then your other half comes back and you're actually like, What's going on outside in the world? Yeah. Talk to me. And you're actually listening like to your other half instead yeah, of normally yeah. you're like yeah yeah oh, okay yeah yeah internally you're going i wonder what's for dinner yeah yeah oh i was watching this video on facebook and i wonder if i can still get to it right <laughs> but but nowadays you're like so babe what happened at work huh yeah are you what, what's going on in the world of tesco these days was there many customers there hmm? how long were the queues you'd like taking legit interest yeah. and they're, they're like they must be loving it yeah. <laughs> meanwhile People, people like like myself and yourself, we're at home all day with the other half. Yeah. So, I, so I want to know then, where's she buried? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, a very shallow group. No, um, yeah. For the most part, like we, in fact, like, I'll be real. Like there were times where it was hard, and we had to like have a proper sit down and talk, and like, well, I had to have a proper. I had to sit her down and have a proper talk. <laughs> and it's been okay like we 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 we're learning new ways to sort of compromise to make light of situations to just deal with you know like i think sometimes you have to make if you say certain things you can make someone aware of it and then say right when you do that i'm going to say this so if i say this that means you're doing that just stop like the next stage after that is serious like just stop sort of thing so we, anyway it's been good it's been good um, I've been quite busy the last week. She's been telling me I haven't been paying her enough attention. <laughs> I've been like, you normally wouldn't be here. I've been paying you as much attention as I normally would. The difference is you're with me now. <laughs> like we wouldn't have seen each other between nine and five. So if I don't chat to you between nine and five, because I'm working. <laughs> but um, otherwise, no, it's, it's since we had a sort of sit down, it's actually been fun. And we've kind of been taking the mick out of things that we were like getting annoyed over previously. So um, yeah, it's been, it's been all right. Um, but right. saying that, I'll tell you what is interesting. You know, they've recently, the police have kind of added these sort of guidelines. One of them is you're allowed to go out, um, like you're allowed to go out or go to a friend's for a few days to calm down from a domestic argument. That's actually been included in what you're allowed to do now. That so, sounds uh, pretty sick, bro. Yeah, yeah. I, I think in some cases it's definitely needed as well. Mm. Um, wait, to be to be honest, bro. Like the one thing, obviously, like I'll I'll, I'll give it like a little confession here. Like I'm I'm obviously Danny. You you know we we talk off air. I'm generally quite an open person, right? Yeah. My, my wife, on the other hand, not so much. So, out of respect for my, for her, I won't go into too much details on what's going on in my house. Right? <laughs> but, 
but one thing that I have realized that I've sorry that I've noticed is that because you're in each other's space all the time, mm. you're you should be able to now identify things that wind you up because it's happening so much more. Yeah, yeah. I right? think that's what's happened and, with us, yeah. And and now is a very good time to actually go, okay, this winds me up. Right now, you might not realize that you're doing it. You might not realize that when you're doing it, it winds me up. But this is an issue. We need to address it. Yeah. Talk about it. We need to give it. So I think um, whilst it is it's good that the police have said, obviously, you can get a house. If you're one of those kind of people that's maybe not got as much patience as you'd like to have for bullshit or for arguments, um, then obviously that that's a a safety net that is very much so needed but it is it's a, a good time to actually be able to like force yourself to reflect yeah. Yeah. um there's there's a lot of do you know what, it's, it's mad yeah because on the one hand you're locked up all day yeah you're locked up all night you got nowhere to go you got nothing to do you're having sex yeah right you, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking how many like young new couples, right? That have like, especially in your situation. Obviously, I don't need to know about your sex life on air. Then, you told me about all the kinky shit you do on off air. It's fine, right? but you know, you guys be hitting it hard, <laughs> right? So, so I'm thinking, I'm thinking this time around, this time next year, like or or the start of the the new year. There's going to be a, a lot of new births coming in, right? Because people will be getting pregnant left, right, and center. And then on the flip side, in the next, on the flip side, of that in the next kind of three to six months, there's also going to be a ton of divorce cases getting filed yeah, yeah. for people that aren't so young and fresh in their relationship and maybe just say, Do you know what, man? Fuck this. I've had enough of you. I ain't living to you no more. Corona's going to make and break a lot of, a, a lot of relationships. Yeah. I'll tell you what, right? I know of two so when I lived in um when I lived in King's Cross, uh I used to rent out my uh, room. And I used to rent out my room to quite a lot of contractors who um lived much a bit further out. Um and they would only work they'll be working in London basically they'll come in and go straight to work on Monday, coming from wherever they lived, stay at mine Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night go home Thursday and work from home. Sorry, go to work, go home and work from home Thursday. Right. And a lot, some of the, you know, some of these older guys have been doing this lifestyle for a long, long time. Um, and we'll just have chats and jokes, maybe go out, grab some food. And um, like I remember one particular guy going, yeah, it works so well for me and my wife. I'm home from Thursday. And by the time I leave on Monday, like Thursday is great. She misses me. By the time I leave Monday morning, Sunday night, she's ready. Like we're ready to rip each other's hair out. And it just works perfectly for us. Oh, and I kid you not. Similar story for the other, from the other person as well. But I kid you not. When this lockdown went into effect and they were both IT people as well. So I know they, they can pretty much do their job from home. Well, I know they can do their job home because they're working from home on Fridays. I, I honestly thought about them and I just thought there must be so many people like that who's who their lifestyle, their work lifestyle allows them to work away from home. So when they do come together, like you said, it'd be married for a long, long time. When they do come together, you know, they can have a bit of 
piece. They've got a bit more to talk about. And now, like, they're just lumped together for so long. Like, this guy cool. has literally never spent that much time with his, like, as much time as he must be spending now with his wife in over a decade. <laughs> like, I have no idea how he's coping. You know, yeah. it's, 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 it's honest, crazy. It's, um, I come to think of it, like, my wife works during the day. I then work in the evening. Yeah. You know, despite despite obviously we got we got young kids. You know, the like I'll give a, a brief summary of the normal schedule. Monday I'd spend maybe two hours in her presence. Tuesday maybe three. Wednesday maybe one. Thursday maybe two hours. Friday would be like so she'd work from home on Fridays. So we'd like I'd be at home with her till lunchtime, and then I wouldn't really see her again till Saturday, three o'clock, something like that, right? So out of a whole week, maybe three days tops are actually spent in each other's company. Yeah. Um, and then obviously gone from that to now she's working from home, um, and weirdly enough, actually I'm still like maintaining some level of like just sanity of being. Because here's the thing, bruv. Doesn't matter how much you like, you can be as tight as you want with your other half. Yeah. yeah. You got to bear in mind, like the the moment you guys met or the the time that you guys fell in love, you were not in the situation you're in now, right? Because you had your own life, you had your own stuff going on. Yeah. So when you guys met up, you had stuff to converse about. You had stuff that was of interest to you, of interest to them, things you could ask questions about, probe, investigate, find out about that person, what yeah. makes them tick. Yeah, all this stuff, right? And even just like now, if you imagine that, let's say she, she's stuck indoors for a week, you're stuck indoors a week, and then you get a call that maybe you've been asked to go and do something and you're out for a day driving around here and doing whatever, yeah? And you're out all day and you're busy all day, Right? If when you get back, your other half wants to know all the details, because obviously there's nothing else going on, right? So yeah. she wants to know all the details. You're going to spend more than the amount of time that you were doing stuff explaining what you're doing. Because when you're, you're telling the story of what happened, first, like, you start off by saying what happened, and then you, like, add your little bit of spice to it. Sorry, I was like, I get so used to saying the, the Urdu word for, for spice. Everyone says, like, you add your masala to it. Okay. That I was going to say you add your masala to it, yeah. but it makes no sense for a white guy to be saying you add your masala <laughs> to it. But um, but yeah, like so, you, so you add your spice to it, and you got to talk about like how you feel, does it? And then you discuss that that event. Yeah, yeah. So that event that maybe only took ten minutes of your life, you could spend half an hour, forty minutes talking about it. Yeah. Right. It's like you know when someone goes on holiday like a month later they'll be like oh oh this other thing happened yeah i didn't tell you about it so we were scuba diving yeah and oh my god this fish it looks so amazing this is like a month after they first started telling you about their, their holiday because you recall things in bite-sized bits and it's, it's interesting stuff yeah. so you've got all these things that you can talk about in terms of like your life experience right now you have nothing to talk <laughs> about because you've been in each other's company all day yeah and all literally if you want to talk about something that you guys have done on your own you're asking about each other's bowel movements yeah, yeah? she's like so babe Shut you were 11 minutes in the toilet <laughs> yeah. how are you feeling <laughs> i'll tell you literally what just happened to me as i was getting up 
so I'm chilling in bed, TV's on. Tyler goes to bed earlier than me, because we started late. I was like, I'll oh, come and lie down with you for a bit first. Literally, as I'm getting up, she's like, oh, why are you doing it so late? As I'm getting up, I've got to the door. Sorry, I haven't even got out of the bedroom door. I swear down. She's like, oh, I'm so bored now. I was like, <laughs> I haven't even left the room yet. Like, oh, what are you complaining about? But like, I kid you not. And then the other day as well, um, what happened? It was something similar. Um, she said, I can't remember what it was exactly, but I was like, I've been sitting down here with you on the sofa for the last 10 minutes. She's like, oh, I, I don't know, like, you haven't spoken to me in something with regards to just our, our uh, different levels of how we might normally communicate and again it was just like I've been sitting with you here babe we haven't moved I haven't done anything <laughs> like we're just you know but it's, it's such a weird it's, it's so weird it's just not um it's not uh I don't think it's what people would have ever guessed and I'm pretty sure like if it, it was even part of the marriage battles like you through 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 sickness and through health so death do you part and you must go several months spending 24 hours a day locked together in the same house with like oh I don't know about that one you know it's yeah. it's it's um it's funny though one a friend of mine I, I in fact I called her the other day I won't say her name and um she was driving around so I was on um so you know you can kind of hear you on last week I was like oh so am I, am I allowed to speak can I like because obviously she's got kids so well not obviously she's got kids so I didn't want to use in a place she was like oh no no I'm just in I'm just I've just gone for a drive I was like oh, okay she's like yeah I just needed to um to 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 uh to get out I think I would have uh she was just I was just about to kill my boyfriend and I was like why oh. and he hadn't even done anything <laughs> he, when she told me I was like so one sec what did he do and she was like yeah you're right he hasn't done anything <laughs> I've just seen too much of him <laughs> Oh, and it's literally like, well, at least, you, you know, at least you've just got out to cool down and stuff. So it's, it's proper, proper, proper crazy. I don't think, I don't think many couples um, predicted they would be in this situation. Though, I'm going to try and get our good mate Frank um, on because he's been dating, going on dates while okay. he's been socially distancing. So I thought that might be something interesting to talk about. Like, I don't know how to say it again. I didn't quite catch you. He's he's, been... Yeah, so he's been going on dates, like, but like socially distancing, like FaceTime, just things like that, like taking it to the next level, but without actually going to meet him. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, so yeah, quite quite uh, interesting. I'm not sure. How... I'll let him. I'll let him. I'll, let, I'll see if he'll come on and, and chat about it. Like in addition to the. Uh, um, yeah, yeah, because that does add an interesting world. thing on it because yeah. you're going out, you, well, you're not going out for a date, but you're having a date, having that first get to know each other part with zero possibility of any like STDs. magic happening at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's, that's, yeah, that's interesting. Mm. I think if the thing is, that could that could be like a thing to, to stick to for the future, I guess. Like, okay, l l let's just meet up first online. First of all, you're saving some money. Yeah. Second of all, because you're taking the the physicality out of the equation, you actually like get to know each other properly. 
Mm-hmm. And then third of all, you get to see like how much of a shit all the person lives in. <laughs> yeah. And it's just, I think even from the point, you know, like, like, uh, what they say, like people getting catfished and that and then turning up and then them not really look like you actually, you, you, that, that problem will be eliminated. Until, until, you know, Snapchat do like a, a web conferencing yeah. system <laughs> where you can, just, you can just filter the hell out of yourself online. Yeah. No, no, no! This, this, this extra long doggy tongue is is, is part of me. That's that's real. <laughs> that's an advert for some woman. Oh dear, oh dear. But yeah, I think um, yeah, a a key, a key thing for like, just the general success of any like relationship, is being able to live apart from each other. Yeah. Like have having time on your own, doing your own thing letting your partner have their own time, do their own thing, and then come back and share in those experiences. Yeah. Um, and obviously, we, we've been robbed of that a little bit. Yeah. Um, and, and the other thing I'm thinking is like, what about what about those people who, let's say, this, this pandemic situation has obviously, and with the, with the lockdown, it's, it's made it quite prevalent, like, it's made it very obvious for them that that relationship is is not really viable. In some ways, that's a good thing, right? Because you you know you get to speed up the process of finding out that actually you guys are wasting your time together. Yeah. But then on the flip side, what if you're on lockdown? Your job's been affected financially. You two are barely like struggling to get by, and then suddenly, you guys realise it's not meant to be. You're now stuck. Living in the same yard for, I think, did the government say today it's going to go on for at least like three more weeks or something? Or yeah, it they're, saying, they're saying uh, they've extended it for a further three weeks. But, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. As I said, this country okay. isn't doing, well, from the published numbers, not doing too great. So I wouldn't be surprised if it got extended again. So... You know, that's let's, let's imagine, right? Just hypothetically, of course, that you broke up with your missus and then you still got to live with her for three more weeks. Yeah, that nearly happened to me. That'd be so weird, bro. Yeah, it was. It I'll, would be. I'll be like, listen, okay, we, I'll, I'll give you a room. Fine. Okay, you get a room. Don't, don't talk to me. We'll drop a schedule of like when you can use a kitchen, when you can use a bathroom, when I can use a kitchen, when I can use a bathroom. And then suddenly you're now locked pretty much just flat out in your own yard. And you know, and I think here's where someone like the serious crap hits the fan is because you imagine like, let's say you break up with your partner, but you're still living with each other. You're going to start doing stuff to spite each other. <laughs> right? Living in the same house, it's, it's going to get out of control quick, isn't it? Yeah. Did you ever see that film, um, War of the Roses, with uh, mm-hmm. Michael Keaton and... It's old school. War of the uh, Michael Keaton, not Michael Keaton, Michael Douglas and Kathleen Tur- Kathleen Turner. Okay, weren't they, was... take, weren't they in the same film in uh... Jewel of the Nile and Romance? Of the Nile, in, yeah, Romance in the Stone. That's in the Stone. So yeah. they were like the first two, and this was kind of a spin-off. It was like after they had retired, and now they were a couple living together, and they were just at each other's throats. It's, oh, okay, it's actually okay. a good film. It's a really it's it's funny. She feeds him his cat. <laughs> Oh, that sure. kind of thing, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, I've had I've had flashbacks of that film in my uh, current situation. 
what what um I was gonna say, have you been following at all the uh um the US election? Bro, I've been following everything that I can to not pay attention to what's going on in my house. Oh <laughs> <laughs> dude. My my kids are trying to kill each other. <laughs> in fact, you know, I I went online yeah. the other day um and I bought some I bought some new trainers for my kids. Mm. And obviously, Danny, you're a connoisseur of the footwear. Uh, for anyone that's listening in, I got a set of Adidas Original Superstar 360s nice. for my little girl. They look like this. Oh, nice. For Danny, like oh, they're cute. basically pink and blue floral pattern, but they're slip-on, so there's no like laces or anything. Okay. And I, and I got my son his very first pair of Air Force Ones. How oh, sick. <laughs> Yeah, they're quite they're quite basic though because do you know what? some of the other ones like even uh, I was looking at Jordans and yeah. um, a couple of other trainers as well. They're uh, they're all out of stock, man. Yeah, a lot is. Did you, you manage to get them in the uh, in the, in the discount sale at night done? Yeah, but do you know what? I ended up getting it cheaper through okay. JD Sports. They had their own sale. Okay, and then. And then I knew someone that obviously hooked me up with their student discount, which if you ever listen to our like money saving episode that we did a while back, that was one of the things that you dropped yeah. a little a little knowledge nugget on. Yeah. But um but yeah, basically his his Air Force ones are just the um the white ones with the black tick, like that standard look. Yeah. You know them ones. Yeah. But they look fresh on them, man. They look good. But the thing is, right? You got nowhere to go. <laughs> this is it. But, so and and here's the thing even for, for myself right like so so my wife she she normally her and my neighbor take my kids out for a walk especially when i'm out at work now the other day i was asked oh do you want to want to come and take the kids for a walk i was like well why do i need to take the kids for a walk if you two are taking the kids there's two kids and two adults mm. right two women two kids you guys go, you yeah. do your chit-chatty thing, you walk with the kids, you come back, everyone's good. It's like, no, 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 family thing, family thing. I was like, oh, fine, 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 whatever. No problem, I go, we do the walk, no problem. The next day, I was like, right, kids, they're a bit agitated, I'm going to take them for a walk. My missus is like, what, what, what do you mean you're going to take them for a walk? So I'm, I'm, they're, they're my kids, I'll take them for a walk in it. Ship. I need to come and help you. I said, what, the, what, do you, what do you mean you need to come and help me? I said, well, you know, you can't, you can't manage them both. I'm like, okay, woman, you need to listen to me, okay? You go to work during the day. Yeah. What do you think I do when you're not here? You think I don't manage my kids? I was like, F that. I'm going to take them for a walk. He's like, what, you're going to call me? You're not going to make it? I said, like, shut up. Like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear this. I took my kids out. I said, bro, they're fine. Took them for a walk, just you know, took them for a little 10, 15 minute walk. They're all good. Um, and it was one of those things that I, it, it brought to my attention. Um, just like a little thing. I'm like, oh, you don't realize like you can actually do this. You, you need to be a bit more confident because they're just kids. Yeah. These kids ain't beating me. But I'm, I'm, I feel sorry because obviously I work with kids. Yeah. I feel sorry for some of the parents because I'm like, mate. I barely deal with your child for an hour and a half a week without beating the crap out of them. I don't know how you're going to get along for seven days. There's only someone we know recently was saying, like, love is a, a never-ending source of energy, yeah? Yeah. 
Mate, it is not never-ending, I'll tell you that now. Even your own kid, there's going to be some point where you're like, mate, I'll strangle the life out of you. <laughs> yeah. um, which is, I suppose, another thing as well. Like, you know, you need to not just necessarily maintain a relationship with your with your spouse, your other half. You also need to make sure you're still maintaining a decent, healthy, you know, emotionally, physically, mentally healthy relationship with your entire family unit, if you they have for have one, whether or not, even if you're living at home with your parents and you're locked down or whether or not you've got kids and you're locked down, like, what are you going to do to stop yourself from being an asshole to those people, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, thing, the, the good thing for me is I'm already an asshole, so I don't need to change. <laughs> it's true, like, a lot of, even with regards to just people losing their job and it's, it's, you know, like, when you lose, if someone, if someone's been made, um, if someone's basically been actually has lost their job um, or they're in a situation where they're unable to get government assistance and don't really or can't really um, do much else, like particularly if they're the main breadwinner, like that's, that's, that's going to be pretty tough. Now, normally um, you can go out and find another job. Like even if it's like shit, I'm going to have to get a, uh, like a minimum wage job for now. But you can't even do that at the moment. Like you literally have to sit there and twiddle your thumbs. And I imagine for a lot of people, it's even something like that can cause tension where you literally, you, you've been working for decades. Do you know what I mean? Like, and now you just have nothing to do. You're just sitting at home, maybe feeling a bit shit. And you're now having to deal with your, your partner like 24-7 and the kids 24-7. Like, I can't imagine... Uh, a lot of people just kind of losing it, basically. Um, but yeah, it's 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 tough right now. It's tough right now. I do feel, um, I do feel kind of uh, blessed that that I'm still that I'm still in work, and I can do my job from home. Do you know there is um there are people that are still like being recruited for for jobs that they can do at home like i was speaking to someone the other day um and they were actually transitioning jobs because their new job they can also still work from home okay so so they're either um they're given like incentives to use their own tech like their own laptop or whatever or they're um they're, they're being couriered out company like hardware to use okay okay um so, you know, at least for those people, there's there's some kind of, I don't know, something just to keep them busy, I suppose. Like, even fortunately for myself, like I said, like, my wife's still been working from home. Um, speaking of which, work-related, she, she said reply to her email. <laughs> I know. Uh, I know. I know. I need uh, to. I need to. I haven't, I haven't forgotten. It's just on a, a list of things to do. That's fine. That's fine. I think. I think. Uh, like Tuesday, there's some like deadline or something. There's going to be some big problem if it, if something's not sorted. I don't know okay. what it is. You no, just I've, said, like, I've, got, I've got to sort everything. Out. I've got to sort a load of financial stuff out by by. Um, I've, I've set Sunday aside to kind of uh, to do it. That's beautiful. So. Um, but yeah, so so like at least you know there's there's that time where she locks herself in the front room. She gets on with her work, and then I'm still working. It's only really an hour and a half a day, but I'm also like adamant now. I'm in the gym uh, pretty much every day. I do my training. 
So I'm out of the house for two and a half hours a day. That's my freedom. That's my time to be with myself, my thoughts, crack on with what I'm doing. Um, and I think you, you need to have that, even if you just say, even if like, even if you think things are good, you locked up with your missus, you're nah, man, these guys, like, they don't know what they're talking about. Everything's good. Me and my missus, you just, everything's beautiful. Okay, that's cool. You're in the infancy of your relationship, you know, fuck all about each other. That's fine, right? There's, there's going to come some point where you're like, mate, I can't stand to be around you. Yeah. So before it gets to that, take some time on your own every day. Just be with yourself, be with your thoughts, call your friends, FaceTime them, whatever. Um, just so you've actually got something to talk about. Well, even if the only thing you've got to talk about is how unhappy your other friends are <laughs> to, be, to be stuck at home with their other half. Yeah, it's so true. I've been talking about the gym. I've, I've started trying to do a 5K at least like five times a week, um, which again is just a, is, is a nice. Uh, it's only I mean, it don't even take half an hour now, but it's it's uh, still a nice bit of just me time. I can just put on my podcast, put on whatever music I want, and just enjoy it. Because that's the other thing. Like I would have had that time. I think I might have mentioned this before. Like my my commute to and from work was like an hour plus each way. So I could have an audio book, I can listen to a podcast, I can listen to my music. Like I've lost that time, <laughs> you know, I've kind of lost that now. So, so even like an audio book I was listening to, didn't really happen. And you can't really be just sitting in your yard, like with headphones on <laughs> when your missus is there. So, um, yeah, I've been, been listening to that while doing my 5k, which is, which has been fun. Which kind of brings me on to this thing, right? So, have you seen this five k challenge? Uh, do you know I've I've seen I haven't actually watched anyone do it or whatever. I've just heard people talking about it. In all yeah. honesty, so I try and stay away from all that bollocks. Yeah, well, this is what I was saying, and I like. So basically, these people are doing five k. Then you do your five k. Then you nominate someone else. And you're also supposed to nominate five pound, donate five pound to whatever NHS charity. And I was saying Mate. to them, I was like, "Come on, like first off." Like the NHS isn't a charity. I can un understand how charities are attached to it, but you are basically funding what the government should be doing and allowing them to get away with it by funding it. <laughs> and it's like yeah. this tokenism sort of gestures that people like getting involved in and doing. It's almost like I'm I'm involved. I'm taking part. I'm I've done my bit. Um, without really looking at the bigger picture. And it's like in the great, in the grand scheme of things, you're doing more damage, like particularly how government funding goes like, oh, you only needed this much last year. So we're going to give you this much lot. Um, we're only going to give you that much this year. You know? yeah. Oh, you only needed to spend this much. So when, when all that stuff's being plugged by, by charitable, like it's just kind of giving the government like a, uh, a way out. But, and do you know? Funnily enough, this is uh, something I was thinking about um, the other day as well. Like, obviously, I've I've been open and vocal on the podcast that historically I'm generally a bit more right leaning. Although, actually, I took this uh, survey the other day. It was like fifty questions, and it had this spectrum, like where you come on the spectrum. And they said I oh, just slightly left from centre. Um, but that's I feel like that's because a lot of the questions were like very divisive. It was like. Do you think a homosexual couple should be allowed to to adopt kids? I was like, 
mate, there's like, there, there's a spectrum to this. I can't just say no, because that's that's wrong. Of course they should in, in many circumstances. I'm sure there are some circumstances. You've got two queens living together, right? You maybe maybe don't adopt a little boy. Just just just, just maybe adopt a little girl. You might be all right. I don't know, right, whatever. But, um, but yeah, so I, so I came out slightly different sense from this anyway. But historically, I've I've generally been a conservative. But it was only the last election where I was like, Do you know what? Boris is just looking a little bit too snaky. Yeah. And and as much as I didn't, I didn't really trust Corbyn that much either. <clears throat> um, I was like, I, ca I can't, in good conscience, sit here and say what this whole austerity thing has really been working. Like nothing's really changed in our economy. We we weren't, we didn't go from a really really bad situation to a really really great situation in the time that we've had the Conservative government. So I, I'll be, I was happy to vote Labour. Sorry, um, as a as a one-off, um, just to just to try and like rejuvenate things and make it fresh. The, the, I tell you, the one thing that they would have done already before this coronavirus thing kicked off, before everything, they'd have put more money into the NHS because the Labour government's historically always been better at funding the NHS yeah. than the Conservative Party has. So if you're if you're walking out onto the street nowadays and you're clapping like a complete and utter muppet, right? That's fine. You go out, you clap, yeah, yeah, yeah. But next time it's time to vote, you walk in there and you put an X next to your local Labour MP on the ballot paper because realistically, if you actually are interested in supporting the NHS, you can't keep voting Conservative. And this is coming from someone who's openly a Conservative voter. Not that this episode was supposed to be too much on politics, but do you know what? The hypocrisy yeah. is doing my nothing. So, yeah, I totally agree. I was, I was saying, I think I was having a, a chat with, um, with the missus, and I was saying um, something pretty similar. Um, and it's the same. Like, one second you're clapping for the NHS, and then the second, 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 the next time you're clapping for Boris. I was like, it's almost contradictory in itself. Um, and this doesn't, this doesn't even start with like, this starts, this starts years ago. Like the NHS has been underfunded and this is the thing where people get sucked in and saying, Boris is doing a good job and he's come out and he's saying, um, the NHS is great. We have the best NHS in the world. We have the best doctors in the world. We have this and this and the people are sucking it up. So this is what I was saying to Tyler the other day. The NHS is underfunded. The nurses and doctors are over, overworked, they're tired, they're doing all this, they're putting their life on the risk. So there's going to be a little bit of anxiety involved when they don't have the right equipment, the PPE and stuff. Please explain to me in those circumstances when anyone is going to be at their best. So let's be real. Right now, our NHS is pretty shit and it needs a lot of work. Like, you don't, you don't, come on, like, can you imagine, um, uh, can you imagine like Lewis Hamilton being, man, I'm so tired. Like I've just been overworked. I haven't been able to sleep properly. I've done a double shift. Like I'm worried about all this stuff. I'm in the best shape of my life. We are the, like, <laughs> no one is the, no one is at their best if they're put in those circumstances. I'm stressed. I'm overtired. Like 
No one is. So how are you sitting there accepting that the NHS is overworked, underfunded, all of this stuff, and then at the same time applauding when someone's saying, we have the best doctors, we have the best this, we've got the best NHS. Like, it's two contradictory things and people are just lapping it up. Um, these sheeple, no joke. <laughs> um, but it's, 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 it's like, guys, hopefully when this finishes, the NHS is going to be a big topic. Like, back it up. Put, put, your, put pressure on your local MPs. This is what I was saying with regards to the 5K run thing. Rather than donating 5K to, sorry, rather than doing a 5K run and then donating a five or two uh, to the NHS, which isn't a charity, so therefore you shouldn't need to do that. Understand the circumstances, but that shouldn't be the case. Why don't you take that, take the half an hour it's going to take to what to do the 5K, write to your local MP and just put a bit of pressure on them. Because like if they had X amount of thousands of people, they're going to take note. They have to. You know? Yeah. Do you know what I was I was thinking of posting something online with the obviously it's not gonna because I don't have that big a social network but um uh with the intention of maybe people would share it or whatever. Instead of instead of you know going out onto the street and clapping for the NHS, how about you say, listen guys, unless you publicly announce that you're gonna give, you know, uh, NHS staff a, te- a te- like across the board for the more entry level, like basically non-senior doctors, mm. right? as in like all the admin staff, all the help, all, all the lower paid people. So look, across the board, they're all getting a 6% pay rise. Yeah. Right? That's happening. And that's like, that's not a temporary thing. That's just, that's going to be their, their jump this year. If you don't do that, then before this lockdown is over, we will all go and fucking march in London. Right, because let's be honest, that's something the government just does not want. Yeah. You don't want tens of thousands of people marching through the streets, getting each other sick, right? Yeah. You put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, say, all right, I support the. I'm, I'm going to support the NHS. So either you guys are going to give them this money, like in their salary, or you're going to spend double that in treating us. Yeah, this is because... what I'm saying right now. The NHS has got leverage. Like they've got a lot of public backing. Like the unions need to. Now's not the time to like. Obviously, you don't want to make it seem like you're exploiting the situation. Do you know what? I saw, I saw one of your mates posted, yeah, yeah, that's it. You should go, all the NHS should go on strike. Yeah. I was like, do it. Yeah, he did. He's, uh, one of our mates thinks the NHS should go on strike. And in terms of leverage and using that power, like right now is as good as any, like this is, they're not going to have more leverage now. I don't think they should go on strike, just to clarify. But it, surely People the unions... Got- <laughs> the unions um the unions need to uh be using this time to be talking behind the scenes and just put it trying to you know or just i don't know doing something they need to be doing something because they're in a good position and they're gonna be afterwards it will fade like we will go back to normal and we will get on with our daily lives and when doctors like before when the junior doctors or doctors are striking and we're gonna say but you get paid so much or you shouldn't be striking they didn't have as much support as, say, nurses and stuff do because we know nurses are low paid. But right now, like, we're 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 supporting them a lot more. They're gonna they've got they should use that leverage because, like, everyone knows like they've been massively underfunded, massively underfunded, and it's 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 part of the problem now. That's why we're doing so. That's part of the reason we're doing so bad. Like, even with all the PPE PPE equipment, PPP, ugh, the PPE, um. Yeah. Uh, like we have hardly any manufacturing left in this country. So we can't even 
you know like what america's been able to do and say right private sector you need to start making this for us germany's been able to go right you guys like we, we can't even do that mm. so you'll we have it hearing stories of um uh things getting supposed that supposed to get shipped over to us getting stopped at the border in in france and things being delayed and, and this and that because we're having to source it in from other places and that's why it's taken so long so there's a lot there's a lot to uh I mean, ultimately, I feel like no one, no one, I can't say no one because a lot of people did kind of say this was going to happen, but no one's had to deal with this situation before necessarily in the, in, on this scale. So at the very least, I just hope they learn lessons and act on it, not just kind of, you know, kind of get complacent and just kind of try and carry on once it's done and dusted, just try and get things back to normal um yeah basically yeah it's uh yeah it's it's a, a weird thing that the interesting thing is going to be to see after like not only like okay are you still going to back your nhs but just culturally like are things going to change permanently because you know what there's a there's an old there's an old uh, like anecdotal thing that says I think you need is it ninety days to like to to create a new behaviour oh yeah, yeah. to yeah. get rid of a bad one yeah. it's like let's let's say if that's true even even with less than ninety days let's say it's thirty days forty five days whatever we're gonna have so many changes to the way we interact with people on a day-to-day basis that i think is going to become like just new trends in human behavior you know they're already they were talking the other day in america about how they're gonna um they're gonna keep like a ban on handshakes like basically culturally they don't want people shaking hands anymore period okay um which seems really fucking stupid mm-hmm. but you, know, you can't Shall I tell you why as well, why that seems really stupid? Go on. Because you could just continue the promotion of washing your hands. How about just don't be a dirty... <laughs> yeah, like, okay. wash your hands, then, like... But yeah, I see what you mean. I, 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 do, think, I, do, think some, I do think some changes will be there. Um, do you know what? I think, I do feel like as well, there's... A, for me, it's like 50-50. Will this be a moment in history where we look back and... It, it's that sort of you know a sort of divergent point where things went a different direction or will we just quickly slip back into our old habits i'm kind of let, let, me, let me just share this then yeah i got i got to i can't i can't believe i let it slip i didn't let it out early okay this was this was a moment that I had last week it, it brought me so much happiness in the moment i, was, I thought it's hilarious so I went to the, I had to stop and get fuel. I'd gone out to open up this building that we run for the NHS to come and use it as a blood bank, um, which short side note, because obviously people still need blood, yet a lot of people are locked up. People are, they're getting less blood than ever, so they're having a book to come more often. And on top of that, because of the social distancing protocols, they're not allowed to have as many triage beds in so that they can tri- take, they can't see as many people throughout a day. Yeah. So they're, they're taking less blood in and the requirement remains the same. So guys, before I go on and tell my, my bullshit story, go online, see if you're able to donate blood anywhere locally and then you know use that as your excuse to get out of the house and go and do it. Anyway, 
so I'm on my way home, get to the petrol station, buy a bottle of drink, get get to the counter, or, or get to like I'm I'm behind the person who's being served. He finishes his transaction. He turns around. He's got his head down. He takes two steps forward. At which point he's less than a foot away from me, and then he looks up and he looks at me as if I was about to rape him, bro. He jumped out of his skin. He oh, and then he quickly dashed to the other side of the sh- of of the petrol station, and then went down like the back of the other aisles that he could then walk out without actually passing me, right? Because it was in that moment he realized, oh, I'm too close. I need to get back. And he panicked. Now, I started like, just a really small little chuckle just to myself. I thought it was quite funny the way he like clearly overreacted. Yeah. The woman who was working behind the counter actually asked, so what's so funny? I was like, oh, just, you know, the, the guy in front of me who you just served, his reaction when he almost walked into me, I found it hilarious. She's like, well, why was it hilarious, sir? I was like, he was startled. He acted as if he thought, like, the, the way he behaved, anyone would have thought he was worried I was going to mug him. Um, and then she was like, well, you, you do realise, sir, these are, you know, very hard times. It's a terrible thing that's going on at the minute. People are dying. We have to take serious precautions. I was like, yeah, we do. I, I understand that. But you do realise this is all useless. She's like, what? What would make you say that, sir? Like, she, the thing is, she was saying it like you're a dick. You should yeah. be concerned about this. <laughs> right? You should. You should be worried about it. You shouldn't be laughing at it. It's not funny. And I went, okay, catch this. You've just like at this point, she's still serving me, yeah. So I was like, okay, catch this. I'm picking up my bottle off the counter. That you with your blue gloves on to keep yourself protected, just picked up, right? She goes, yeah. I said, okay. Didn't you touch that guy's stuff before? He's like, yeah. I said, okay. So if, let's say that guy who was in front of me was infected and his back, all that germs, all the bacteria is all over whatever it was that he was purchasing. It then goes on your hands, which fair enough, you're wearing gloves. So you're safe. But then you touch my stuff then I take it back. So now I'm infected regardless of how close he was standing to me. She looks at me and you can see the penny drop in her mind. She's like, oh, you're right, sir. <laughs> I'm like, there you have it. Right? So just you do yourself a favor. You guys figure out how you're going to deal with that, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you can talk to me about how serious it is and how people are dropping like birds. But until then, shut the hell up. <laughs> Give me a hug. <laughs> the thing is, right, um, do you know what? I'll, I'll happily sit here and have a conversation with someone and, and let them call me an, an a-hole. I'm in my 30s. I've got no underlying health conditions. I'm really not worried about coronavirus. And nothing has changed. I've said this from before the lockdown. I'm saying this now. I'm still going to say this after the lockdown, right? Kids with no underlying health conditions are fine. Most adults with no underlying health conditions are fine. This this virus ain't killing people in their 30s that have got no issues. I still personally think we would have been better off as a nation if we'd have just said, okay, if you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, and you do not live with anyone who could be considered high risk, 
you can still go to work, you can still go out, you still live your life normal. But otherwise, no, we just said we, we can't afford to do it. I'd have had a bit more overall respect just for, for, for us as a nation for, for being able to do that. Because um, even funny enough, actually, this guy I follow on Instagram, he posted a picture of himself today like wearing one of these disposable masks. And I, I, not that he probably read it, but I just DM'd him saying, like, I've, I've lost a little bit of respect for you wearing this. <laughs> like, it just, it does nothing. Like, what are you doing? Like, if, don't get me wrong, I might, I might still think about buying like a gas mask or something, like a proper one. Yeah. Decent one with the, the whole like filters on the side. Yeah. Like, you could walk through like a nuclear shower, winter, <laughs> and you'd be fine. Yeah. You know, like, one of them, or even like uh, fucking scuba diving things. So when I go out, I just breathe in the oxygen from the tank. <laughs> so really... about... That's next levels. That's jokes. Yeah, bro. That's what I do. Or I just give it to my wife, right? And that way I don't have to listen to her. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, babe. I can't hear you. <laughs> it's too dangerous. Keep the mask on. Oh, that's jokes. That's jokes. Mm. Outside of... Uh... Outside of the uh, old Rona, the old Rona virus, what else? What else you been looking at? What else you been up to? Obviously, I know we we almost got into it actually a minute ago, but I, I have been paying a little bit of attention to what's been going on over in the states. Mm. Um, I don't know if you saw, but uh, Trump earlier this week, I think it might have even been last week, because he's been attending these uh, press conferences at the White House. He's been attending them daily. daily. Do you he's know like what? That. Can I just say, for someone who's not a Trump fan, like I'm not a Trump fan, but he has been entertaining in this whole thing. And the other thing is, there's something I like about his whole kind of posit- positive view on it all. Of like, look, we're going to get back to work. Look, stop being so negative. Like, kind of thing. Like, it's it's it's... I don't know if it's just because it's refreshing because I'm here, everyone else like and Boris Johnson and our Dominic Raab and all our people are coming out and telling us sort of these doom and gloom stories. Relatives will die. You know, and all this. It's just, it's just uh, a bit refreshing. And it's, I just find the guy so entertaining. I'm telling you like, get him out of office, but I'm going to miss the day he does because he is entertainment at the very least. Yeah. I mean, he actually, so he set up this, um, he set up a video, right? He teed it up. He said, you know, I think you guys are all going to find this really interesting, okay, to, at one of these press conferences. And then the video played, and it was Trump, like, back in January. I think it was, like, end of January or early February. And he was saying, look, you know, we need to put a travel ban in on China. We need to be serious and, you know, impose sanctions and restrictions because we need to stop this stuff from coming over here. We need to take it seriously. And then the next set of clips go to reporters some of them were in the room at the time and at the same, like it, it was all time and date stamped, same, same kind of dates. They were giving, um, they were like doing stuff in, in the media to say, oh, actually this is all being blown out of proportion. You know, Trump's racist because he's put this travel ban on and he shouldn't be doing it and yada, 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 just like going in at people. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then, and then, what was the next? The the next clip was um, like everyone saying, "Oh, all the media saying, oh, Trump's not taking this seriously enough. Trump's not doing this. Trump's doing that.'" It's like, 
Okay, he got them, right? In that moment, they were all buggered, right? Because they'd all been caught in their lie. And then one of the guys was like, oh, you know, what, why did you feel the need to do that? Like, when did you do that? And he was like, well, actually, I sat down and we, we'd done it in the office and to a couple of And he was, the, the report was trying to hint at, like, you're using resources that should be allocated towards COVID to, to like, set up a press campaign. Um. And it came back to bite him in the ass because, like, he the report was asking it like it was really unacceptable and it was a, a disgrace, whatever. And then Trump was like, "It's just your words. Why would you be offended at me using what you've said and just reiterating it in public, just to remind everyone that this is what you said and this is when you said it? If you weren't worried about the consequences, why did you leave the video up?" And yeah, so he went in, bro. I liked it. I thought it was funny. I think I do. I I I do think he is. I do think he's hilarious. Do you know what the other thing with Trump is? I'll tell you what the other thing is Trump with Trump is apart from his. Um, it's like I think this is this is more my thing with Trump. He's not someone who I would want anyone. He's not someone I'll point at and say. You should look up to him. And you kind of, we've, we've kind of been led to, to say like, that's what you should be able to do to your, to, to your leaders, to your prime minister. But actually there's very few that we could ever do that to. Um, no one's yeah. going to say it to Bill Clinton. No one's going to say it to George Bush. No one's going to say it to Tony Blair. Like, there's very, actually very few we, we could say that to. But when you sure. actually look at like the sort of day-to-day results, from I guess from a sort of I think his foreign policy is trash, but from 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 like his day to day in America, like it's again it's one of those things. It's just like it's not that different. It's not in terms of rhetoric, yeah, it's very different. But in terms of what's actually happening, like unemployment was uh, so unemployment levels were very low, and I'm not saying that's because of him, but that's what you want. Yeah, that's what you want in a country. Stocks and shares were at record high. I'm not saying it's because of him, but I'm saying that's what you want. Um, healthcare kind of was the same as because obviously he, you know, he's trying to introduce his own version of Obamacare or whatever. But um, it's like on the ground, I guess, for the average person. Do we probably make a big more of a more, like a do we make a bigger deal of it than than uh than is probably the case? I've just started to think we do a bit because again, even even after seeing that that uh that press conference you were just talking about, is it's like there's clearly a bias against him. And I can understand why, but when there is a bias, it's obviously good things are gonna be exaggerated a bit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the, interestingly enough, I mean, if, even when you say his foreign policy is trash, funnily enough, South Koreans were very happy that he won the election. Okay. Um, a lot of them, well, I say I say that like all of them do, but at least I don't know all all the South Koreans. Funnily enough, another another thing Trump got wrong recently, he said like, oh, no one knows South Korea as much as I do. I'm I'm pretty much an expert on South Korea. You got the population wrong by like more than fifty million. <laughs> I mean, even that again, it's like it's Trump's. Trump's like, do you know what? Even worse, even 
probably foreign policy. Yeah, I think it's trash, but that's probably not even a word I should tell him I should have used. It's probably his diplomacy is terrible. And we're used like to diplomacy in international politics. That's what yeah. it's like. All the stuff he gets wrong, all the stuff he gets wrong. When it's public, like, I can get how it looks. But ultimately, getting the population of South Korea wrong, yeah, it makes you like a dick. But what's the wider impact? Because whenever yeah, anyone yeah. tries to step to the USA, he'll very quickly go, nah, like this is how it's being done. Da, 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 da. So it's not even like, you know, like, you know, like if I was a dickhead at school. And someone could easily come and sort of think, oh, he's a bit of a dickhead. Look at all the things he said. Well, I can let me try and manipulate that to my own ends. And I know I'll, I'll sell him a Snickers bar for two pounds or something stupid because he's clearly shit at maths. Yeah. Um, like, it's like Trump's getting that, that, that stuff wrong. But then in everyone, anyone's trying to sort of step to him or step to America. He is kind of just, nah, mate, this is my world of highway. Which again, comes back to my diplomacy thing. <laughs> like... <laughs> and you know the funny thing americans they're so patriotic like i thought i thought my like my neighbors were bad because uh they did obviously their clap yesterday and then they went and covered like the surrounding four or five houses in union jack flags yeah. um including like when i went out today i had like a cocktail stick with the union jack on the end of it stuck in my car windscreen oh shit i was just like oh man you need to back up off that. The ones opposite. Um, huh? The ones opposite. Yeah, yeah. The ones, the ones who smashed up Denny's car. <laughs> yeah. And do you know what? Until about not even an hour ago, because it's now like half twelve, uh, they were having a house party. They these guys do not care. They just don't. Um, kids, mate. D kids. Yeah, bruv. Yeah, but um, but no, I think uh. The, the only other, the, the thing where Trump actually like goes wrong properly um, was where, what's that? What's that drug? Was it called hydrochloroquine? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But my man, for anyone that's not, not aware, he contacted the Indian government and said, I want some hydrochloroquine. Now, they produce it in large quantities because they use it to treat people with malaria. And he's now demanding it. And he, be sent over to the states and he's like you know what i might just take it myself i'm not recommending and a nurse takes it i'm not a doctor what do i know but i do hear really promising things i'm really keen to see what <laughs> so you're saying you're not actually strictly necessarily maybe quite officially recommending it but you're thinking about taking it which as the commander-in-chief and obviously people looking up to you yeah they're like well if he's going to take it i'm going to take it let's just see what it does and he was like, you know, you've got nothing to lose. Well, actually, you know, you can lose liver function. Yeah. So you, you do have something to lose. Um, and people are not really realising they're taking these like, anecdotal statements and just going, ah, yeah, fucking man, I'm going back home. Um, and that's where, for Trump, you can actually cuss him out a little bit and say, you know, kind of like you're not in command of what's going on. He still... I think, I think one of Trump's biggest things is he... Maybe has pros and cons, but I think more for the general sort of figurehead sort of person he's supposed to be, it probably has more cons. He almost still lives the life and has the persona of Trump, a rich billionaire who can do what he likes. 
have the best healthcare, have whatever he likes. You can have that. If, if you're just among you, your family, your minions, people working for you, you can kind of say something wrong and like you can be a blustering CEO, but drive the business in the right way, but make profits, you know? Mm. Um, but like you said, as a, and it's also private, right? Like that is ultimately a family business. The, 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 when, when he's doing, giving a CEO speech, it's limited to whoever is working for him or whoever he's allowed in the room or it's being broadcast to. Whereas, as you said, when he's doing this stuff on the world stage on um, uh, to the American people, um, yeah, there could be people who just listen to him and, and, and uh, act on it. It's the same when he was talking about, he was talking about um, antibiotics with regards to a virus. And saying something about, oh, yeah, normally, you know, antibiotics, they were good. They could get everything. And now new things are coming along. It's not the case. And and it was just such a confusing message he was giving it, giving that it was like, oh, because you're saying, oh, and antibiotics not being available. And, things, and it's like, if someone's like, oh, shit, I've got some antibiotics lying around, maybe they'll be good. And it, it was just such a confusing message when it's never been the case that um, you use antibiotics to treat a virus. Um but as I said, it's, it most definitely, it most definitely is entertaining um, in being in America. But Obama's finally come out and uh, endorsed Biden. That was the dumbest thing he could do. That was the official, yeah, he's officially, he's officially done that now. So uh, that should be interesting. It should be, but let's see, because Biden's like an asshole. Well, I, I, I said to my mate, he's he's like he's he's kind of like the Democratic Trump. Like, there's not much people can cuss Trump that he hasn't done, <laughs> including being accused of sexual assault, um, like almost everything that people have like. Trump does this. Trump does that. He does this. Like this guy's rap sheet is nearly as long. So. Oh yeah, he's he's not the best. That's for sure. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean, the only other thing I've been doing then, thanks, thanks very much. And I mentioned this before, I've been watching bad movies on Disney Plus. Oh yeah, yeah. Obviously, you know, I've I've got Netflix, whatever I find. Um, actually, did I, I don't know if I mentioned it before. Mm. The platform on Netflix. Have you watched it yet? I have. So I watched about two thirds. I haven't watched the end of it yet. I need to finish it. Okay, real quick. So far, what do you think? I like it. Um... It's fucked up, isn't it? It is, yeah. It is very. Um, but well, I was watching it with Miss, and she, she wasn't as into it as I was. So I, th- we, I have to continue watching it later. With the English subs or with the, or sorry, with the English um, dubbing or were you watching the Spanish I was, I was watching the English dubbing, unfortunately. Again, because I wasn't watching it by myself, so. I if you watch it on your own, you watch it with the Spanish, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I Roland, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Porja, Porquino. Yeah, the thing is, like, yeah, it's it's good, it's good. Yeah, but anyway, the um, sorry, yeah, the the thing uh, I've been doing a lot of is I've been watching the uh, the old Disney movies. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Like, I'll, I'll say it openly, guys. Right, I like a bit of Disney. Right, I'll say thank you very much to Denny for like hooking me up with that. Right, but I tell you, I like watching Disney Plus, mm. and. Disney Plus, I get a lot of, um, oh, mate, what's the... Nostalgia? Yeah. Do you know, I, I watched, uh, 
haven't even got to the end of it actually. I had to go out and teach my class. I was I was trying to watch Mulan earlier. No, like, I'll, I'll watch anything. I'll tell you why. Sick, yeah. I'll tell you why I like why I like my Disney movies. Okay. Everything we watch nowadays, everything on TV, everything it's all sex sells, violent sells. Yeah. You know, you've got all these controversial storylines where, and it's always like whatever's there you're just trying to leave it to find something controversial as and when we can yeah um whereas with disney like you're watching a disney movie it just is what it is there's no there was no need for anything extra there's no need for like like putting in these dodgy crappy storylines just to like try and get a couple of extra views from teenagers yeah. who wanted to see like a little cleavage shot or whatever <laughs> I'll tell you, um, um, on the, have you heard of Studio Ghibli? I have not. So they're, um, they produce, or used to anyway, animated films also, so cartoons. And they were actually distributed by Disney um, for a number of years in the, in, in the USA. Um, they, I think their film was the first non, like they, they, they won some Oscar um, for best animated film or something that was the first time like a non-english um, language one or something like that um but they're, they're they've 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 got this collection on on netflix now it's thinks about 30 films and they're like i'm a massive fan it's anime but it's not your typical um like action monsters and all of that kind of manga stuff it's very disney-esque Oh, okay. One of the things that I noticed, so I've been watching these for quite a while, and actually one of the things they do is they a lot of them are set in magical worlds and they're like, um, you know, some uh, fairy tales from around the world and sort of adapted. But one of the things they do is on in many of them, there's no bad guy. It's all lessons learned. So even if someone might have been bad at the beginning or appeared bad, I should say, if you're going to say there was a villain, they started off this way. And as the story goes, you realise they weren't and then they, you know, they're, they're good or this is why they were appear, they appeared to be acting like that and things like that. But, but there's some particular ones. I'll, I'll message you after. But again, for anyone listening, um, a good starting point is one called Princess Mononoke. There's one called Spirited Away and there's one called Howl's Moving Castle. And I think Spirited yeah. Away up until quite recently was actually the number one movie in japan ever bigger than godzilla bigger than what godzilla but nothing's bigger than godzilla you messed up there son <laughs> godzilla's the biggest um, yeah they're, they're definitely if you like disney like they're definitely they're definitely worth uh they're definitely up there yeah oh crap do you know what i just i can hear my kids bro my kids are awake no worries no worries looking at time i think we're, we're probably we're probably good for t- today now yeah yeah we've given you enough people we've given you enough of that high quality info um so uh before before we proper like do our, our throwbacks and stuff mm. um obviously our last episode was uh, a little little party that we threw an yeah. online party where everyone got together and tucked in their opinions and stuff yeah. we're, we're gonna definitely be doing another one of them soon so if you're if you're listening just make sure you stay stay watching our instagram um and maybe just just you know connect up on your phone and just join in just see what's going on yeah 
um, have a have a little word here and there, maybe. I don't know. Um, so yeah, that that was one thing. Um, and the other thing is obviously you know go online, click on our Instagram, see what's going on, and like um, it. Yeah, just give us a like, give us a follow, give us something. You know, just just whatever you do, just be supportive because we need it because we're desperate because we're fucking hustlers. Anyway. I'm a hustler, baby. That's exactly what just came into my mind. And I was like, should I be really cheap and use it as my throwback song? <laughs> no. I do. No. But, um, but yeah, I don't know, like, yeah, just, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad we've, you know, we've we done 50 episodes so far, bro. That's a big thing. Yeah, that's, that's, that's ours. Do you know what? I'm not going to lie. Just, just, uh, I know you got to shoot, but just, just quickly about that. You know, when we've done that episode, I, I felt kind of proud after, like, I thought it went well. We had loads of people interacting. The fact that like we we'd done fifty episodes, like it's kind of a, it was kind of a milestone. And I think how we how we done the episode and um, like just got everything to work and people to join in. I, I thought it went really well, and it was a good way to celebrate that milestone. And on top of that, I thought it was a good way to use this quarantine to our advantage because we had. I think it was 11 or 12 people on the conversation throughout the whole thing. And we couldn't have had those people in the studio altogether. So we actually use this like sort of quarantine time to do something, to have as much input as that we wouldn't have otherwise been able to do. So yeah, I thought it went really well. I'm just in the middle of making a post uh, about that actually. So. Oh, very nice. I will, um, I'll, I'll be speaking to Kieran to try and get Kieran to come on a standalone episode as well because uh although she she said a little bit she actually had quite a lot to say but because of poor signal issues and stuff like that she was unable to kind of get get her, her opinion out and she's actually been uh, and recently an avid listener okay. um which is good man i've got a lot of, got a lot of time and respect for for gabs um so yeah uh anyway dude throwbacks why my throwback i'll start my throwback song um not gonna lie, I've been watching a bit of Disney plus two. Um and my throwback song is from Disney's Tarzan and it's Phil Collins, uh You'll Be in My Heart. So okay. and my uh throwback movie, another kid's one, and I don't know why this recently just popped into my head. Um it's a Roald Dahl, based off a Roald Dahl book, um The Witches. Okay. It's actually one I saw at the cinema when I was young. I don't even know what year it came out. I think it was a. Uh... In fact, I don't think. I'm just quickly googling it. It was, 1990. Yeah, and I. It's it's weird because I I, I don't even think I've ever watched it again, but I remember really enjoying it at the cinema. So um, yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. The witches. Um, my throwback movie is a Disney one that I'm actually about to put on. Uh, it's Adventures in Babysitting. Do you know what? You know? I think I've Go actually on. had that before, but carry on. Have you? I think so, because that's one of my favourite films from growing up. Oh, damn. Of... Do you know what? It's fine, because I watched another old school. Was that on Disney? Is that on the Disney? Is that on Disney Plus? Bro, it's Disney, bro. I did not even know that. Just confirm it for me, yeah, that I'm remembering it right. That is the one where she did like a, a, a glamour shoot 
And I was like, oh, yeah, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one, yeah. That's cool, that's cool. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm going to put that on straight after we're, we're done recording and I'll go check on my kids and stuff. Um, but, yeah, okay, so I, I'll, I'll go with one of the other movies that I've been watching. Um, Mulan. That's it. Mulan's a sick film, bro. Yeah. I, I like it. I've got, I've got time for Mulan. They've delayed um, the film, haven't they? They were doing a live-action one. They've delayed it because of the coronavirus. I think it's going to be out next year now. Mate, ain't no one watching nothing coming out of China for some for some time. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, anyway, it's fine. Uh, my throwback song was actually one that I was listening to. Uh, do you know? What? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give two. Yeah, one is is a throwback song, but it's not really for me. It's for you. Um, and this one and the other one's for me. So this one, my throwback song is um, "Wake Up" by Missy. Okay, yeah. You know it? Yeah. Hold on. I'll play it for the people one sec. Wake up, wake up. It's got a sick beat. Jay Z features. Hip hop better wake up, the better makeup. Some of y'all be faker than a dragon makeup. It's got some sick lines. It's good. Um, so, yeah, that's that's my favorite song. One, one for you, Den, because for some of you guys that don't know, Denny has. Denny's actually on three podcasts, yeah. So it, it took it took me a while to get Denny to to actually like sit down and us do a podcast. He was <laughs> he was up for it initially, but actually making it happen took some time. And now he's just a podcast whore. He's going kind of whoring himself out um, to anyone that will listen. Um. So yeah, he uh, he's doing that. The, the song that uh, I'll give you is uh, one that's actually relevant to me this week. It's uh, Nike's Fresh Out the Box by Mario. Okay, I don't know that one. Hold on. Ain't nothing like a pair of friends. This, this is what you got to love, but someone harmonizing. Someone loves their kicks. Yeah. to drop. I might have to make that my intro for the new pod. It's a, it's, it's just a nice. It's it's a very old school style song as well. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah, he's just comparing like a woman to to trainers throughout the whole song. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's a it's a good song. And do you know what? It's Mario is one of those artists that unless you actually like pop it into R and B, you just know him as a pop reference guy. Yeah, yeah. He just had he just had that one song, didn't he? Yeah. What is it? Let me let me love you. you. Love you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Actually, no. I think he had two songs. The other one was I don't want to know. Isn't it? Um. Baby, keep it on a low. Nah, that's a... Uh, oh, is that someone else? That's a uh, uh, Mario Winans. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 two yeah, different yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, one, I think he had Say You're Just a Friend. Uh, 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 yes. Yeah. yeah, that was it. Yeah. Yeah, two, two, two. But you well, know, Nia wrote most of those songs from both those guys, I swear. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We'll definitely have to chat about um, some of these. Have you seen any of these um, Instagram battles that have been happening? 
Yeah, I've seen a couple. I've seen a yeah, couple. Yeah, so Neo done an interesting one with a, another R&B writer, and I didn't know that. I knew both of them. I think it was John Austin, and but I didn't know they had written that many songs. Dude, like, do you know what crazy amounts? If, I, I'm gonna give a. I'm gonna give another. We need to put this one on the Spotify one. Yeah, Neo rapping. You ever heard Neo rap? Oh, no, no. Right, look up the the a uh, Millie the Millie song that yeah. um, Neo did. Okay. He's actually pretty sick, bruv. Okay. Okay. Um, this was this was when he was beefing with uh, Chris Brown back in the day. Okay. And Chris Brown was chatting shit about him, like, "Oh, you know, I sold more. I've I've sold more songs than you. I've sold more records than you." And Neil was like, uh, "Been writing songs for like eleven years, bruv. Like, <laughs> I've I've written songs for Beyonce and for everyone. Like, he just went on. He's like, bruv, shut up." Uh-huh. Um, yeah. No, he did. He did really well in that. So I'll I'll find that and I'll send that to him. That was a, a decent remix, but yeah. Anyway, people, um, if you've enjoyed today's episode, or in fact, go back through some of our other episodes, particularly the ones uh, like the one our fiftieth episode that we did, or the one that we recently made about saving money, um, or not saving money. Sorry, how to invest and, and how to think about money. We're going to do another one soon on like how to sort out your credit rating and keep a good credit rating and stuff like that. Might be a shorter episode, um, but just very specific. Uh, yeah, give us a give us a like on social media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I believe Daniel, Daniel, tell us the handles because I might mess it up. It is at NGA podcast on everything. There you go. I keep saying no gray areas. Even <laughs> I. But, uh, but yeah, cool, cool. All right, well, I'm Lewis. I'm Denny. And we are OUT. Peace.